Hi, this is Jennifer. Always wondered if you could rate us five stars and leave a review. It means so much to so us much. if you would. God bless us, everyone. No. <laughs> hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers, love. You know what? This is the first time we we typically we're sitting across from each other and you cheers Vic the sound check. I don't know if people know this, and I don't cheers you, but we did just whole truth, nothing but the truth. We just physically cheers. So I can just keep doing it all we just podcast here. long. Cheers and all day long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um super excited about today because we're going to The Pumpkin Farm. <laughs> is that what it's called? It's the pumpkin farm. <laughs> You're like a little girl. You go, the pumpkin I'm farm. I'm so excited. So this lady, it's yeah. in Duval. Where is Duval? Duval. I'll have to, I'll have to figure that out. Uh, it yeah. is an hour away. It's, it's out there in the sticks, but they have some nice houses. So they, she's created this whole little experience. It's like every color of pumpkin, all the ugly ones, all the pretty ones, all like a little Can we, shop. Is it politically correct to say ugly pumpkins? Yes. It's okay. ugly pumpkin, pretty pumpkin, all the things. But what else I'm excited about is you're wearing like a cutoff. Like what is this called? It's so called what? Get My Wife Going shirt. <laughs> and I get to rub your hairy arms. Let's while do it. Up. Are we rubbing? <laughs> Wait, is this Call Me Talk? Or I don't know. I should probably stop. It's going to get inappropriate. We did do some fun things this Is this morning. Coffee Talk or Pillow Talk? Um, hey, I am stoked out of my mind right now because we have a guest for the first time in a long time in actual Coffee Talk Studios. Um, all the guests that we've had, I think for the last six, seven months, have been on the phone yeah. because of quarantine, uh, coronavirus, rest in peace. Can we just call it quits? Um, not us, but the virus. But um, we have a guest in the studio. I'm super stoked. This is my good friend. We affectionately refer to him over the years as Tattoo Joe. Tattoo Joe. But his name is Joe Flores. What's up, Joe? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good, man. Thanks We're for so being here. You're Thanks for having this morning. me. Um, it is our pleasure to have you, man, and it is your Thanks, pleasure dude. to be had. <laughs> so weird. Just got really weird That's really odd. fast. That's hey, man, odd. I want to thank you and also <laughs> say you're welcome. <laughs> like, who does that? No, I'm thrilled. Joe and I, um, I think I was thinking last night, man, we'd known each other for 13 years, probably. 13 years, yeah. Has it been 13 years? Since 2007. We, essentially, when years. we moved to Seattle. Correct, yeah. When you guys moved to Seattle, we I think we met at... Maybe the Plateau Campus was the first time. Yeah. That, yeah. That Bro, do you need more coffee? <laughs> I'm going to need you to get <laughs> a little pep. Oh, like, uh, yeah, man. And I, I know what you're doing. You're doing jazz talk. Come to Lavitad, um, Let's see. Okay, so Joe and I have been friends. Actually, true story, um, before we get into everything we're going to talk about today. And we kind of give them the background of who you are. I have, you, yeah. we called you Tattoo Joe because you're a tattoo artist. You were a tattoo artist. Correct, you're you're yeah. actually an artist. You're a great artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks. Um, you're actually really good. If you could see Joe, he's just, he's got two full sleeves. He's tatted up. He's got him. He's wanting to go all the way up the neck. And you have one that barely comes up the neck. I can see it through your really cool polo shirt here. Yeah. Your premier company yeah. shirt. But um, you're <clears throat> wanting to do like a, what do we call that? A collar? Yeah, you're collar. Do a, a full collar. Yeah. Are you, bro, are you going to go on the face? Are you going to tattoo? No, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, don't I'm going to do tattoo. It, man. Don't become Tiger King. Like, because who's the, don't become the Tiger Man. Not, not going to tattoo the face, no. And the neck, okay. you know, I think, I think uh, I'm 40, 43 
And, uh, you, you know, and as you start getting older, I think you, you start to look at the pain threshold of when you're 20 to when you're 43 it's real. and it's real, it's real pain. I don't actually so. know. Cause I've only have, I only have one tattoo. It's on my left forearm. And in fact, you, you did it. Bing, awesome. bing. You put yeah. this tattoo on me. In fact, Vika, yeah. did Vika design it? She did. It says all in and it's got the number 135, which is a super significant number for me. I don't tell anybody what it is. So if you're wondering what it is, just go with we, we it's what I weighed ask. when we I was seven, seven years old. We weren't old. even asking. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> hey, why don't you just drop your V a little deeper? <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Oh, We're good. sitting right next to each other and I can okay, see good. right down your shirt. You like it? Hello. Awkward. Um, but you gave me my first tattoo. You gave Jen, yeah. you gave Jen her first tattoo. Yes, I love my tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Were we the last people you tattooed up? You, I think you were. Yeah, yeah, I, you I feel were. like you were busting your equipment out of like storage, even like you hadn't used it yeah, for a while. Yeah, it was dirty. I think it was <laughs> probably dirty. got a disease. <laughs> dirty needles. Why is it itching? The needles were rusty. <laughs> they were not. He pulled them out of a sanitized sealed thingy. Yeah. Oh my god. Thanks for it, man. It's still. I mean, it's it's holding there solid, bro. It is. The yeah, colors. It looks colors good. have lasted. Um, okay, you're married <clears throat> to Victoria. You guys <clears throat> been married how long? Not Vic, not Vic the sound check. We yeah. should clarify. <laughs> like, you have a husband. <laughs> we actually we call her Vika. How yeah. You, bro, how do you spell that? By the way, when you, I know Victoria, but how do you spell Vika? V I K A. Okay. V-I-K-A. I think I've always done V I K K A. So apologies in our text. Be, I'm like, that would be Vika? that would be Vika. 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 All right, you've been married how long? Thirteen years. And well, you, we will be um, October eight. Or October 28, 2007, so whatever that comes. I think Bro, 13 right. years this year. You got married 20- like five months after we moved here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You were yeah, we were same. just dating. When we first met you guys, we were kind of dating. We, we yeah. took it a little bit quick, but when you know, you know. When you know, so, you know. Yeah, we were engaged in March, or we were started dating in March, engaged in July, married in October. And, and you were 30. 30 years old. Bro, 13 years is no joke. Cheers. It's a, you did it. Welcome. Made it's it. a journey. But Welcome to well it. Well worth it. Yeah, thanks. Do we have 10 years on you? Yeah, man. It's not a big deal. I mean, I can teach you a lot. <laughs> it's true. Vic. Vic is giving us sound instructions. Jen, when you talk into the mic, I'm going to need you to lean in. Or was that for me, Vic? It was for you. Hey, Vic, just stay in your place. Um, you have a little baby girl. Little Annika. baby girl. She's an Annika. angel. Can't wait to talk about her. Thanks. Um, currently, you are bawling out at Premier... Premier. What a name. <laughs> Premier. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, I own yeah. your company, the company that you own. You co-own, you own. I, yeah, I own it. Yeah. Co-own it. I mean, yeah. I do have a business partner, but yeah. I'm the CEO. Um, it's yeah. Premier. It's, it's Premier with a one. And Premier it's a, with a, tell us yeah, what it with is. a gold one. It's, I mean, it's a huge company yeah. that brings in millions of dollars. Yeah. You're a boss, but you're a low-key boss. I love that. Like, yeah. you wouldn't know that you're a boss. Thanks. <laughs> but you're a freaking boss. So, what, yeah, what's your company? Uh, it's Premier, so we're a full service general contracting. We're we're a general contractor, so we focus on multifamily, um, not really so much residential, but multifamily apartment, um, HOAs, hotels, yeah. um, new development, some new development, but usually it's just you know finished work. We haven't really touched into that yet. We will in twenty twenty one, but yeah, we're we're doing good. Yeah, thanks That's for awesome. asking. Yeah, I love it. Um, and I'm going to talk more about all the stuff you do. Also, yeah. um, what I love about you, before we get going, and for the podcast listeners who listen, here's here's what I love about my friend Joe. Um, when it comes to going hard and going for everything you want in life, bro, you know no chill, which I love. But then yeah, when yeah. it comes time to chill, you chill really well. 
Thanks. Man. Um, it's just kind of been your vibe. Yeah. And you're one of the most loyal friends I've ever had. That's, that's for fine. sure. We, our, our relationship has had, well, I don't know if it's had highs and lows. It's had stops and pauses. You moved to California for a bit. Yeah. Seasons yeah. of life have taken us both different places, but it kind of seems like when we get back together, we just pick it back up. Um, you recently moved back to Seattle, but bro, you just, as long as I've known you, everything you do, you go super hard, but I mean, you just go like your life depends on it. I sometimes don't know how you do it. And yeah. then, but I suppose if you always did that, you would die. But you somehow, have, when it's time to chill, you just chill. Like you have this uncanny ability just to like let down and laugh. So I kind of yeah, want yeah. that'll probably talk through oh, I'm excited. some of our stuff today. Um, any secrets as to how that happened other than like, you know, marijuana? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that, I think that, um, you know, I chalk up a lot of the, the you know, 100% go, like you were just saying was, um, I, I chalk it up to OCD. <laughs> you are OCD. I'm OCD. So am I. Yeah. I think OCD so I people go, run the world. I kind of go a million miles. Yeah. Right. I kind of go a million miles per hour um, all the time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of that just has to do with with the OCD. To be honest, um, have you ever seen a beautiful yeah. mind with um, Russell Crowe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it, bro, you're like the manly version of that because you're not a nerd. <laughs> you're the opposite of a nerd. You can kill a man with your bare hands. <laughs> um, I know personally, we fought. I won. It's not a big deal. Okay. No. <laughs> Never, okay. I would never. Okay. Um, this guy's trained. Um, no, but like you, yeah. well, you'll start talking numbers to me. You'll start running your numbers for your business or numbers for just things yeah. you're doing, and it just comes out of you. Like I literally, like I, I'm afraid to go to your house because I'm afraid there's gonna be a room that's just numbers <laughs> everywhere. And I'm gonna think you're a serial killer, but like your mind really does that. Yeah, you yeah. just break stuff down, percentages, and boom, but boom, it's boom. also creative too. So it's got like you kind of exactly beautiful mind is a great. Uh, description of you Joe I think a lot of it comes with experience as well you know when you're in something uh for as long as I've been I came from the multifamily world um right around 17 years before I started a construction company so I was very familiar and very um in tune with how numbers work for markets um how to invest dollars you know what it looks like to I wouldn't say what it looks like to run a company but you know what it takes to to build that company, um, you know, from, from the start to where we are today. But yeah, it just comes with experience. Okay. So here's my first question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've done a lot as long as I've known you, I don't actually know everything you've done, but here's what I know. You've been involved in things you pioneered since we've known each other last 13 years, military Mm -hmm. management, property management, Mm -hmm. ministry, um, multi-level marketing advocate. Yeah. Um, you're an artist, Mm-hmm. crazy entrepreneur you're a software developer which yep. i mean we could talk about that i didn't um, know that yeah yeah i yeah. mean that's where the money's at this guy he does it all um you are now the owner of a very very lucrative company mm-hmm. let me ask you this out of all those things what's been your favorite kind of season and did you plan all of those things out was like that part of the master plan bro or did you just stumble into it um you know i think it i i would say to answer your first question the the I think the most exciting is the time that we're in right now, um, time as a company, because I think the maturity and the growth of me just personally as a, as, you know, as a man, um, it's just a really great season to be in. But, you know, I think all of the things that, that I've experienced from, from like you, you know, you stated the military, um, yeah. How long ago was that? Were you in the military? So what I was branch in the military in? from from 1996 to 2003. Um, and what branch of the military? I was in the Navy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was more of a you know you're you're an 18, 19 year old kid. 
and you leave the house for the first time and you know where I'm from there really wasn't much to do there except to work at a factory right so um little town in Michigan uh yeah you know but leaving there I think joining the military taught me how to be independent you know first and foremost but everything that I've done up until this point has I think really just transitioned and built me into where I am today if yeah. that makes sense, right? So each season building on the on the e- next. Each season building on the other, and you that's take huge. things from from each of those seasons, and that's what I did. I, you know, looking back now, you can see the little things that you can pick out that you didn't realize during those seasons that you realize now were were very um, very powerful during those those times. Bro, you're great at that. And yeah. if people are listening to this, I think that's one of the things you do so well. And I can only see it now in retrospect as we've been friends. Is you yeah. you've learned from seasons in your life. We all go through seasons. Every season has a purpose. Some seasons suck. Can we just be honest? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we currently are in a pandemic, dude. like this season, yeah. but I do believe we'll look back three, five years from now and be like, dude. It, and so the question is, are you going to get out of the season what you're supposed to get out of? Totally. I think you've done totally. a really good job of that. I mean, you're young, you're 43, Yeah. but here yeah. you are. I love that you say your favorite season is right now because you've, and I know you've gone through some tough seasons. We've gone yeah. through some tough seasons together. For sure. Um, and then you've gone through other tough seasons where I wasn't there, which was a tough season. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. rough. Yeah. I mean, we could probably jump into that. I'll yeah. never forget. So you came back to Seattle, um, I don't know, six months ago, eight months ago. It feels yeah, like October, October of, of nineteen. So last two thousand nineteen, almost a year. Yeah, yeah it's almost been a, year. a year. About a year. It's yeah, a year. yeah, yeah. I'm terrible with time frames. By the way, you once texted me. You lived in California, and you're like, "Let's catch breakfast." I'm like, "Let's do it." Next time I'm in LA, I'll do it, right? That's right. The next time I saw you, you're like, bro, like I texted you a year ago. I was like, shut up, man. You're so dramatic. Yeah. And you pulled out the text. That's what I you do. showed I save it to it. me. And I was like, <laughs> it was a that year. I know. I it's know. It's time to grow. I, I, I have been growing. Jo- okay. My friend Joe's helping me grow. Um, <laughs> we came together. We came yeah. together and we hadn't seen each other. And we both are kind of, the, I'd say we're both the type of people where like we just pick it back up with mm-hmm. those kind of friends. I love that about you. I think you like that about me. Like it's like <laughs> we can't see each other for a year, but then we do see each other like golf, breakfast, yeah. double date with the wives. Let's do this, man. Let's hang out. Um, and you did bring up a moment where your baby daughter was born, Annika, a little angel. And it, she's how old is she now? She is just over five. So she, five yeah, years old. July was her birthday. And um, she had she had some complications, had some yeah. unique, and we, maybe we can talk about that. For sure. Her story is incredible. Yeah, yeah. And I think your story is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, she, so you remember saying to me, and I'll, I'll never forget it. You're like, bro. When my daughter was born, you never came to the hospital. And you're not that guy. Like, you're not this, like, needy. Like, but I should have been to the hospital because she was having some very unique complications. And my wife came to the hospital. And I remember when you said it to me at the breakfast table, like, the whole, that whole time was a blur. Mm. I was more stressed out of my mind. I didn't realize how stressed out I was. There's no excuse for it. But I remember looking at you and, like, tearing up and being like, yo, I'm messed up. I'm sorry. Like, you're like, where were you? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I honestly don't yeah. know. Like, there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. How could it be that my friend's daughter is 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 experiencing these special struggles, and my my friend's going through what is a very difficult time, very challenging moment, and I'm not even at the hospital. And I think, granted, our paths had already kind of like begin to diverge a little bit, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean we weren't friends. And um, I remember being like, "I'm sorry," and I kind of thought like you were just kind of show up to be like, "So f you, bro," you know? Like, yeah, so yeah. there's that, and that's where we stand. And you're like, "It's all good, man. Love you." Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, I mean, that I think made me cry in that little diner we were at for breakfast. I'm like, Dear Did you God. cry? I teared up for he sure. Teared up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, I love you, man. Just wanted to let you know. Get that off my chest. Like that kind of sucked. You kinda 
that really sucked, man. And so F you and also love you. And I was yeah. just like, yeah. love you too, bro. And it's like, that's the best. I love, first of all, you're one of the most loyal friends I've ever met. I'm not sure how you're able to do that. How were you able to do that, by the way? Is it just my good looks or <laughs> what is it yeah. in you that allowed you to be so forgiving? Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're like, bro, that was a lot harder than you I, think. I think it's the old statement, time wounds all, you know, heals all wounds. Time wounds all heals. <laughs> wounds all heals. <laughs> yeah. Wounds it. Um, yeah. You know, that that season of mine and Victoria's life, um, Annika was born, you know, completely fine. Um, we, we did hear, we, she was high risk because of her age. We had, you know, Annika at a later age in life. Um, kind of career came first a little bit for us. Yeah. Um, but... You know, it was it wasn't until six months in that we realized that, you know, she had some some serious medical complications. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were in the hospital for the for the listeners out there. We were in the hospital for uh, Annika had um, her frontal lobe. Her skull was fused together where your, your skull is supposed to be split in three parts for your brain to be able to expand. Hers were actually fused together. So they had to right. go in and do reconstructive, you know, facial and skull surgery. Um honor. So we had to wait one year. Um, one year. Yeah. One year until the surgery, but you know, six months in, unfortunately she started getting infantile spasms, which is very rare. Um, a lot of doctors don't really know how to handle it, but infantile spasms are, you know, essentially seizures. And Mm. she was having upwards of, you know, 15 up to 30 a day that we would just hold her and, and, you know, um, just take care of her. No, it sucked for sure. But, uh, you know, that time in the hospital, I think the, the hard part was, being in the hospital with your daughter and your wife and you are alone, you are by yourself. Um, we do have family here, yeah. but I think it, it became more, you know, people don't really know how to, to act around a situation like that. Um, right. you can get words of encouragement, you can get love from your family members and friends, but when you're in the trenches and you're by yourself with your wife and you're sitting there for, you know, I think her surgery was six or eight hours, uh, you get a lot of time to reflect. And, um, yeah. For me personally, yeah, I'm, I'm a man that uh, that knows how to hide emotions very well, tuck them down. Me too. Um, you know, yep. I think a lot of that has to do with just my past personal stuff. But you know, in those in, in in that time, it was just something that you really do need. And I realized you need people around you mm-hmm. uh, because you really don't know how to process it. So um, that's big coming from you because you're you're a you're a bona fide tough guy, and I mean yeah, that yeah, like yeah. you really are. Like you're yeah. you're officially genuinely a tough guy. The way you grew up, your your past, yeah, but yeah. also like you also give the tough guy mm-hmm. vibe. If people until someone starts to talk to you, they might even be frightened of you. Like yeah, you got an sure. intimidating vibe yeah. for sure. Yeah, but then yeah. when you smile and talk to them, like oh, yeah, yeah. this guy is really great. Yeah. But for you to say that, I mean, that's a big. I mean, I've had to admit that in my life. I mean, I think I did it earlier than you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, like, I actually need people, and it's it kind of makes you feel weak to say it. But it's, I think it's one of the strongest things we can actually come to. It's like, I actually need people. Well, it it did. It opened a door for me to realize that, that it's not just the traumatic situations or the, you know, the things that you face in life. I think, uh, it it showed me that any situation that, that I needed help or, you know, or friends around Mm -hmm. it, it allowed that door to open for me where before I closed that off, you know, for a long time. So you didn't show up. Uh, I know <laughs> you weren't there. Yeah, I know, uh, but you know what? I I think you know at the end of the day, um, it's it's just a situation. I think we're human beings, and and we all have lives, and there's things that are uh, that are important to us every day, and we're busy. Yeah. And you know, in that season, which I don't is a think terrible we've ever excuse not, not been, to show up in people's pain. Well, I, th- I don't way. think we've yeah. ever not been friends, um, yeah. obviously, and we didn't ever break off a friendship. I just think during that season, you were. 
you know, doing, you know, doing your thing in ministry. Um, and I was busy doing my thing and, you know, you know, isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy it is, how yeah. what's most important can get lost while we're doing it, which, um, I was yeah. just going to say, we should just take a moment because I, because we want to talk a little bit about their journey with their daughter yeah. a little bit more, but, but you just, you're saying something that's so, um, so good because I think at the end of the day, we're in ministry, right? That's right. And he wasn't there or we weren't there the way we could have been. And I think anything we do, we become so involved with that we actually, doesn't matter if it's business, ministry, you know, our, our, our education, we forget about people. And I think that at the end of the day, we've all learned now in our forties that that's, that really, that that's all that matters. I, I told a friend last year going through a tough season at the end of the day, I only get to take people with me to heaven. I don't that's get right. to take my things, you know. And I think I think that's the thing that I'm hearing so beautifully is that taking the time for people to sit with them in their pain yeah. means the world. Like that that's a that's a game changer. And there's yeah. so much pain in the world. I think I'm gonna tell this. I haven't never said this publicly, but <clears throat> writing a book, you know, in the midst of that, and one of the chapters, the chapter one, in fact, part of the the premise of it was inspired by our relationship and that that moment. It's called Inglorious Pastors, which yes, is a freaking awesome title, title for a chapter. <laughs> um, and the premise of it is you can't be you can't pastor people through their pain if you're not present in their story. And I think in so ministry, good. and I can speak as a minister, <clears throat> I learned this through life, but I learned this through this situation through you and I. I'm so grateful for your first of all your graciousness, you and your wife, and your friendship. Man, it means a yeah. ton. And mm-hmm. um, I think you know friendship is. We're going to hit and miss, right? And so right. Um, I'm grateful for that. But it's it, I think I learned, like, you have to be present in people's stories. That doesn't mean you can, I mean, I can't be, yeah. I'm not your source. I'm not your refuge. And thank God I wasn't because yeah, you literally, yeah. your faith is grounded in something greater and bigger and who, yeah. you and Vika, who you are, you're grounded in more than just a, a friendship. But it's so important. And I think for speaking to, like, the ministry, which I can speak to, I've been doing it for 24 years. If you're not going to be present in people's pain, if you're not going to be present in people's story, there's no way you can pastor them through pain. You have to be present in people's lives, even if that's a text, if that's a phone call, if that's going to a hospital, if that's catching lunch. That is the most important thing nowadays, more than anything we do, more than the purposes we attain to. Um, that's, been a, that's been a lifelong change for me. And yeah. a lot of that came about by that experience. And then even when we had that breakfast, I was in the middle of writing some of those chapters. Yeah. And so... Um, Thank you for that. Yeah, You're not course. getting any royalties off the book, but I will buy you a fat dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a fat dinner. Yeah. Okay, let's do this, babe. Yeah. I know we could talk more, but I, um, I want to keep moving. I want yeah. I want you to put in order if you could, because I would love to know kind of your priorities. You're very successful in business. Yeah. Um, you're a likable man. You're a good friend. You've got a beautiful family. Your wife is awesome. She's very successful. You're a confident enough man to have a boss Boss wife. woman, wife. Yeah. What did she say about like? She she says that I am, I am the boss's boss's boss. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah. Get it, girl. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. runs. She runs. I know show. that for real. <laughs> I also married a woman boss. Um, yeah, you did. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> if you were to rate these, put these in order for yeah, me. Yeah. I'm gonna give you five F words. That's not F what you words. think, man. Oh. All right, put them in order in your for priority, first to last: family, faith, friends, fun, fortune. And by fortune, I mean kind of like your your goals and dreams. So family, faith, friends, friendship, mm-hmm. fun, <clears throat> which would be like recreation, life, chilling, and then fortune, like so going you, for your So are you asking like what is That's what's a lot number of or what it for is? Me to try we to a whole lot of, there's so many F words in this right now. So <laughs> I'm like, hey, is there another one in there? <laughs> Yo, I got five F words for you. Family, 
Faith, you're writing them down. You're such a business guy. Family, faith, fun, fortune, friendship. Put them in order for me right now. Uh, Faith number one. Oh, for sure. Okay, okay. Um, I, I don't think you can do any of these other things if you're not, you know, personally, if you're not grounded in faith. Okay. Family number two. Yeah. Uh, family's the most important thing to to me, and um, besides, you know, God. Um, friends is number three because I think th- friends is what picks you up and carries you, um, like our friendship has for me. Yeah. Um, you need friends in your life. You need encouragers. You need uh, builders. People build you up and not tear you down. Okay. Um, fun and fortune, I think they run hand in hand. As crazy as that sounds, the reason why is because I think when you're when you're grounded, you have the right friends around you, you have faith, and you've got a supportive family. That's so good. Uh, you know, fun and fortune they can run coincide with each other because why can't you be successful and have fun while you're doing it bro that's why we're friends i literally have the exact same order as you and i literally my mind said if you take fortune and fun it's both and i literally put that in my notes here as like my phone because i'm like one is not more important than the other you can't have one and not the other like you have to be able to rest who wants to be who wants to be successful priorities i think god blesses us and god's going to continue to bless your company to to have fun with people to enjoy it to give it away to to bless people i mean that's the whole passion behind i know even talking to you that's your passion behind what you're wanting to do yeah give it away for sure what's the point if we're just working okay so let me ask you this practical Mm -hmm. answer for the listeners pot the coffee talkers are listening right now that's right how do you stay on top of the grind which you do yeah you literally do yeah and not lose your mind what are some of your because i mean you literally run and i'm not i'm not exaggerating if you're listening it's multi-million dollar company Mm -hmm. um you started from the ground up we're not Mm -hmm. even talking about your software development thing which you created for and that's millions and millions you could literally sell that right now and be a millionaire and you don't and yeah, yeah. you're just you're such a gangster and you're <laughs> such a strategist yeah. how do you stay on top of the grind without losing your mind i think um staying on top of the grind lose your mind i i i think there are times where i do feel like i to be honest i lose my mind but uh you know when you're passionate about something time is of an essence it really is you you don't think of the time so the grind becomes more of a just a way of life um, but you got to have passion. Uh, I think to be all in, sold out. There's, it's th- that keyword truly is passion. So um, I don't, I don't look at, you know, the grind as anything more than I think a lot of people would look at it. Actually, let me rephrase that. I think a lot of people look at it as this daunting task of, you know, what are these sixteen, eighteen, sometimes twenty hours a day look like? You have a family. You've got this child. You've got a wife. You have to take care of her needs and support her. Um, yeah, you do. You got to take care of her needs for sure. Um, but you know, I think the grind just—it's it—it's uh, the passion, man. I've said it a hundred yeah, times. Now. I love it. You and know? you brought her flowers the other day, and she didn't believe that you brought her. She flowers. didn't believe I brought I her. Love She's it. not a flower person, uh, but oh, uh, were they she sweet serenity list- flowers? They were sweet. Yes. <laughs> they were sweet serenity flowers. She will be listening to this. Plug. I, it, you know, it was. Uh, I thought. You know, I want to stop and get her flowers today. And I'm good I, for you, by the way. Yeah. yeah, I like the flowers. You know, yeah. I think they look good in the house. And it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. like you're embarrassed. He's like embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, He's such yeah. a man. He's, He's like, dumbing down. I like the flowers. Okay, I just, I just, yeah, yeah, I, just yeah. a little, just a little moment for all the men, all the men who are listening. I know some wives maybe don't like flowers over other things, but I can I just say this: if a man, a husband, or a boyfriend walks into the room with flowers. They are going to feel so overwhelmed, overwhelmingly loved by that. Because or, or they ask the question, 
what did you do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the truth <laughs> is, is every girl deserves flowers, chocolates, coffee, all yeah. the above. Um, I love it. Sometimes you remind me of Joe Pesci when you get going. I was telling this the other day. But I love, like, you were kind of apologetic. Like, I like the flowers. <laughs> like, for all the men out there, I'm sorry. I like the flowers. <laughs> they look good they in the house. Good. It was so great. Okay, man, if you yeah. could go back, talking marriage, you've been married to Vika for 13 years yeah. now. If you could go back and tell the 20-something Joe one thing to prepare him for marriage, what would it be? Oh man. Um, I think there, there's, there's so many now that being married 13 years. Um, I look at today that back when I'm a 20, um, I think, I don't know, man. I really don't like great. <laughs> Spoken like a true man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could literally list a dozen things she, right now. She could probably name okay, it. Okay, Jen, a dozen as a woman, because for men, yeah, like yeah. if you ask, I'm literally, I'm asking you this question and I'm trying to think of like what I would say in case you don't have an answer. It is as much as you don't have an answer. But I don't know. Maybe, what maybe I, slow to speak. Oh, see, that, oh. that's a good one. You know, one. slow keep to speak would be a good one because, because you know, outbursts sometimes aren't always the most beneficial and they can definitely get you in trouble. But, um, yeah, that's true. You know, slow to speak. listening more. That's, I guess that's slow to speak too. It all kind of falls in the same. That's true. You know, Babe, you're a woman. Tell us men, like what would, oh, what no, should we tell our 20 somethings, you know, to prepare this us for what is bliss, might I say, but when, also when we <laughs> are, when we are dialoguing and like spitballing or just going on and on, we don't really, we don't really want you what to fix mean? anything. We want you to listen. So, yeah, like you just said. So I think, like good puppies. Okay, see, see, Cowboy. see, ladies, sit, boy. No, no, bay boy. Treat. <laughs> oh my god, like a dog. I'm like treat, treat. No, as you can tell, Billy Huffman is still learning. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing for for us girls is sometimes we just need someone to listen and then just like just be there and maybe not always have to fix everything. I think guys are great fixers. They're good at what they do. They want to problem solve all the time and women can do the same thing. But I think there's time and day where it's just like, can you just listen? Like, don't try to always problem solve. Don't always try to give me an answer of like, well, if you would have done, or if you, could you think about, you know, it's just, just listen. And I think that's exactly, he hit, he hit on the head. Nailed it. Look, you passed the test, man. All right. That's good. Can we uh, speed round? Can we do a little break right here? I want. I have a couple of questions I want to ask you. This has been great. For sure. Um, I want to hit a speed round. This is get to know Tattoo Joe. Do you even go by Tattoo Joe no. anymore? I no, know. Just, you hate no. it. Yeah, You're like, I'm a grown man, bro. I run a company. <laughs> Listen, Tattoo <laughs> Joe. All right. Okay. We'll ease into it, but I'm going to ask you. And the, the thing with a speed round, man, is you got to just give me your first answer. First yeah. thing comes to your mind. Okay. We'll start out easy. Um, favorite movie. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, God, I love that. I love that you said that. Okay, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, we can't really recommend it on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. but low-key, yeah. we it's, totally it's recommend it. Oh, it's a mafia movie. It's all great. Um, favorite style of music? Um, that's a good, that's a good, I like all genres of music, to be honest. I think as I've gotten older, I've, I've, it depends on what mood I'm in. Okay. You know? Is there any style of music that you're just like never down for? Um... For me, man, it's country. I just wanted to throw that out there. Is that safe for you? You're a country, country guy. No, I'm not a country guy. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say country. I mean, not not that country is bad. It's just a little bit. I guess nowadays it's more a beat, but before it was always yeah. like. Dar, 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 I dar, lost dar, my dar, dog dar, dar. and my truck and ding, my girl. Ding, ding. <laughs> I'm drinking beer. 
<laughs> you know, like oh, on my, on okay. my tail. I will say this: I have one playlist on my you phone like that's the only country music. I'll listen to, and I have found a few couple country songs that I'm like, they're kind of good. Chris Stapleton, although I feel like he's more yeah, bluesy. He's good. He's good. He's yeah, really but he's good. more bluesy. I yeah, feel. yeah, but, yeah. Country. Okay. Um, if your wife Bika is a ten, what are you? An eight. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh. okay. Truly, because I, you know that it's funny as you. I mean, you speed gave round, kind of a higher. That's pretty high, Joe. Are you, sure, you sure you want to say give, eight? Yeah, I give myself an eight. Uh, but but I'm glad you didn't say 10. eleven because that'd have been really bad. <laughs> <laughs> nope, she's the boss's boss's okay. boss. Okay, ask me, yeah. Jen. If I'm a ten, what are you? Two. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> hey, bro. When you've been married ten more years, you'll get it. so stupid. <laughs> like eight. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. All right. True or false? Have you ever been in a bar fight? Or you have you have never been in a bar fight? True or false? False. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it, man. You've been in some bar man. fights. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. Back in the day. Military yeah. days. Um, did you win or lose, man? That's all I need to know. I always had people bigger than me that were my friends, so I would instigate the fights, and then I would run and out and let back. them handle it. Yeah. He, you know, he, he instigates and he steps hey, back. Come on, you, come you, on. That's the Joe Pesci in you. Yeah. Are you talking to me? You Am talk- I here for your amusement? That's the Joe Pesci. Oh, God, I love it. Okay, okay, here we yeah. go, here we go. Um, what's the worst injury you've ever had? I've never, uh, oh, I almost cut my finger off in a garbage disposal. Oh, oh gosh! But that was just so it wasn't even in the military. Flesh wound. It's just yeah, not, not no. doing the dishes. Yeah, and I've never broke a bone in my body or anything. Really? So I'm actually fortunate. Yeah, wow. literally, a couple scars here and there, but okay. nothing, right. nothing major. Boxers, briefs, speedos, jockstrap. <laughs> you listen jock to the podcast. Strap. I listen to the podcast. What is a jockstrap? I knew we've had this conversation <laughs> before, bro. You don't actually wear a jock maybe strap. it's a jockstrap with a speedo over it, bro. You're that kinky. is weird. <laughs> you do not. Have you have? Hey, have you that actually ever weird. worn a jockstrap? No. Either have I. No. I know I, I did. I did wait, in football. Did, did you really? I never Because you put a cup in it, and that's... I don't, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> it's just... It's weird. Oh. What episode? People need to go back and listen uh, to that. Yeah, I can't remember, but it's so real. Okay, let me... Your go-to drink. Go-to drink. Uh, coffee. It's literally my go-to drink that, all You're not just long. saying that because you're on coffee talk. That. No, it's it's iced coffee, hot coffee. doesn't matter. Oh, Keeps me going. Yeah, I love right. coffee. That's why you're friends. But we're in the Pacific Northwest and great... Great state We're of currently drinking right? the title, the name of this coffee. I Folgers in your cup. No, no, I would though. No, I would no, though. I have no, Folgers downstairs. I'm not afraid. Not, I'm not. not I'm not a bougie coffee drinker. I'll drink good it's coffee. Not bougie to not drink Folgers. No, man. I'm, there's something about that red container that's exciting. It's, yeah, it's no. it's nostalgic. Fold, is it red? It is. Best right? part of waking yes. up. Folgers in your cup. You go high, I'll go low. Hey, what's your favorite coffee? You are you actually are very much of a coffee yeah, guy. What's your favorite coffee? coffee um, it's changed. I know you asked me quite. It's changed. I, I I'm a I'm a black coffee guy. I I don't really do the the spoofy drinks anymore. So there's not a brand that you particularly care for. Like right now we're right drinking- now my fan. I'm a fan of we grind our own beans at home. So I'm a fan of Woods. I do like Woods coffee. Oh, yeah. me too. It's I do. smooth and good. I think it's, that's local only to the Seattle area. Yeah, it is. It? Yeah. Yeah. Which Sorry Seattle for the has the best listeners coffee. out there. Woods is great. We really do. We have it. We have an exceptional amount of coffee places here we that we're spoiled. Are amazing. We're currently drinking Kicking Horse Coffee, and this the name of this blend is called Kick Ass, and there's a there's a horse on it. It's a donkey. So I'm not cursing. I'm just saying it's it's an actual it ass. Sounded, yeah, because Vic's going to edit it. Don't edit it. It is an ass that kicks. <laughs> it's an, 
That's the thing. That's an it animal. It will kick your ass. <laughs> no, bro. You just oh, cursed. I cursed. So <laughs> what I did was reference an animal. What you did is swear on Coffee Talk. All right. Back to uh, a few more important things. For sure. This is kind of not a speed round, but I would really love to, I'd really love to get your, your genuine thoughts so you don't have to go fast. Yeah. When I say the word friendship, what comes to mind? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? What do you? Friendship. Friendship. Loyalty. 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 Why? I think, well, I think in and out of season, right? I mean, friendship, loyalty is, it, you know, you know, loyalty is something that lasts to me the eternity of time that we're here on earth. Being loyal to each other as, as friends. Friends is, what are you going to do without friends, you know? Yeah. And so when you're loyal to somebody, like our friendship, it's solid and it's, it's very special. It's very, you know, we're very loyal to each other. And uh, that, that to me means everything. You know, because you know you can bounce any idea. You can come during the hard times, come during the fun times. You know you're not being judged. Um, so yeah. to those listeners out there, I encourage you if you you know if you're looking for friendship, definitely try to find it with those friends that are loyal to you. That's great. You know, in and out of season for sure. You love that, babe. What about you? Like if you were to friendship, what? yeah, yeah, I think that I think that would be right up there too. Loyalty, um, authenticity. I yeah. think true friends can be their true self. That's right. And then they can also call out the BS on each other in the nicest way. I think at some of my closest friends, you can just have heart talks and you're not going to walk away offended. You might be agitated that they're yeah. honest about something in like your life it, or vice versa. But I think in the end, if you're true friends, it just draws you closer. Those, yeah. So you want to hear that stuff, exactly. right? You don't want somebody to. BS I, think my, you. I think that's how I want friends. Tell you what you want to hear. Uh-huh. You don't want. You well, want that's a not a friend. Shooter. That's a yes man. That's someone who's in it for themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's someone with an agenda. Like they'll just be whatever you need them to be to get whatever they want. Uh, pass. Yeah. After yeah, forty three yeah. years, pass. I'll take loyal friends any day of the totally, week. Totally, totally. Um, well, I know this has been great. We got we have a few more minutes. Um, do what? Well, I do. I have one more question. I know. I, I do I'm, too. Okay. I, I, All right. We're well, co-hosting. Go great. ahead. Co-host. Um, Say so you you had briefly mentioned in the beginning of the podcast that you you're you're raising a daughter with special needs. Yeah. And um, we have a few other friends who have children with special needs, but I I've seen over the last five years just yeah. kind of the journey a little bit from a distance, and then now up close a little bit more the toll it has taken, but also you had said to me at one point how her life has changed your life. Yeah. And can you just maybe in a few, few ways, I know this could be yeah. such another whole long podcast in which we may do. Yeah. I would love to hear like what has been the most life impacting thing as a parent raising a special needs child, because there's so many parents who are in your, your position yeah. and I can't imagine the the sleepless nights and the, uh, the long days that it takes to not only yeah. do your life, nine to five job, but then you come home and have this child that you take care of through the night. Yeah. Um, I guess talk a little bit about how that's changed your life. And really, I think that's where I've seen probably, if I can say it like this, God's hand in your life, yeah. almost taking yeah. what you really are, your gifts. This child has actually brought out the best of everything. Yeah. I um, think, I think, you know, the key word would be grace. Um, you, you, you don't really, I don't think any parent who, you know, is expecting to have a child or that does have a child, um, you always want the best for your, for your child. Right. And no mm-hmm. one ever, I think anticipates unless you know, you know, way before you don't really anticipate or know how to handle a situation with a child with special needs. And in Annika's case, you know, she's fully dependent upon us. She's nonverbal. She's not walking. Um, so she needs that care 24 seven. Um, Wow. You know, one thing that I think I've mentioned to you guys before and I tell other people is, um, you know, let me be clear to the to the listeners out there. Annika 
is not a burden. And for the parents out there who have children with special needs or that have children that, you know, are challenging, maybe that special need necessarily, maybe it's the OCD, um, you know, but it's, she's, she's not a burden. She's a blessing. And it is a complete honor for myself and my wife, Victoria, to be here her parents. And, uh, I think that honor that's bestowed upon us, we carry at a very high level. So when the times get rough and and times get tough, which they do almost every day, uh, you, you kind of just go back and revert to the honor portion in your life and realize and recognize that, you know, as a believer myself in the Lord, uh, that we were chosen to be Annika's parents, Mm -hmm. which means that that within itself is a, a, a mantle that's bestowed upon you, uh, to be able to, to raise a child like that. So, or not like that, but a child like Annika who, who needs us. So it's a great blessing. It's a great honor. And yeah, just to hear you say that. And can I just say that has changed me watching you mm-hmm. and Victoria, um, and your perspective with what can be, I can only imagine just a very, very yeah. challenging, difficult, you've shared a lot of those, but yeah, yeah. your genuine perspective, like you're not just saying that. And first of all, for those of you listening, Joe doesn't just say he actually, in fact, I feel like you sometimes will be say what you don't even mean just to like be like, <laughs> I disagree with you. Like, yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. is never yeah. going to just say the right thing. So you're saying that from your heart and the fact that you have the strength, mm-hmm. the ability, the grace, like you said, to have that perspective where you're like, it's a blessing. Um, I mean, that just that supersedes your whole life. And I honestly, can I say this? I think that's why God has blessed you. Um, first of all, God blesses us all, but like, bro, you're genuinely blessed and yeah. I know you have your challenges, yeah. but he's blessed you with everything you put your hand to do. It just seems like the Midas touches, you know, boom, boom, boom. Well, I think our perspective changed too. When you have a daughter that, you know, will need continuous care for the rest of her life. My whole priorities in life changed. And so did my wife's, wow. um, you know, she went to law school at Pepperdine. Um, that's why we were in California. And when we yeah. came back, Hashtag you know, boss lady, yeah, boss lady, uh, uh-huh. you know, but, but mm. our whole perspective and life changed. And so when you now know that that child will need services for the rest of her life, that drives you in a sense, not just as a parent, uh, but as, uh, as a believer to know, Hey, for the longevity of this, by when, when my wife and I leave this earth and when it's our time to go, hopefully that's a very, very long life. Um, yeah, that she'll be forever taken care of. So that's that drive. When you talk about what drives you or what motivates you to keep going, it's it's keeping that perspective and that mindset the entire time that you are doing something for somebody else. And I'll be quick about it. But, you know, one of the things that you got to remember or for the, the, you know, listeners out there is for me personally, I had to learn how to um, kind of take a step back in the beginning and recognize that that, you know, it's going to be a long journey. And mm-hmm. I didn't do that. You know, in the beginning, it was something that, you know, just you kind of play it day by day where mm-hmm. now you're looking at the long term and, and what are we going to do uh, long term? So and would you say that's kind of helps you get through the day by day is that you're not just you're not living just day by day, but you're looking long term. What this? Yeah, is you leading. can't you can't live late day by day you because sure that'll can. drive you. You know, that'll drive you crazy. You yeah. got to have a long term goal. And that, that drive is what drives our business to be successful, our personal lives, because like you said, a lot of people ask, how do you have so much grind? You know, how do you grind so much? Well, when there's a bigger calling and bigger purpose behind it. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be motivated to do that, and yeah, we see the blessings uh, that come with that, the, yeah. the fruit of our labor, if you will. Uh, but again, just knowing that that we have uh, you know good God on our side that's taking care of us and helping us along that way, He's gonna provide, and we believe that yeah. wholeheartedly. And 
Um, yeah. I love that. I love that they use the the long the long term. Like yeah. this child is. And can I just say I've seen it's almost it's amazing how what what interrupts our life. And we think, how in the world are we going to figure this out? Is the very thing that God uses to produce so much so true. life and so much abundance. That's and right. like you said, that's the honor. That's the blessing. And I just think that's going to become more and more. And I can just, as a reminder to all of us, that the tough seasons are maybe tough days, which you have probably on a regular raising a child that needs yeah. constant things are changing every single day as she's growing. Yeah. That that this is this is um, God's way of uh, blessing you and, you, and it's changed the way you're living your life. And and I think knowing you from you know years ago to now, I, it's like a drastic change of like zoning in on your focus. It's like you had beautiful mind syndrome was like you did a million things, yeah. and it was almost like God said, okay, now I'm gonna f- air, you know focus you down to doing mm-hmm. you know one or two things, and it's amazing to see how that's played out in your life in such an incredible way yeah, yeah. what a story um bro i love you and i Thanks, if you're man. listening to this podcast and you know the whole purpose of this is honest conversations whole truth nothing but the truth and joe i appreciate your candor and honesty on this episode um yeah. we would be lying and i think you hear it come out through joe you hear it through what jen's saying we just wouldn't be being honest with you if you're listening to this if we didn't tell you that faith has such a huge role and being blessed in life and our perspective in life. Like there's a lot of other things you can apply. And Joe, you're a businessman, you do yeah, that. But for sure. at the end of the day, um, we would be doing you a disservice not to fully disclose for our lives. I think Joe's saying that for him and his wife and many of the people who come on this podcast is like faith is at the core of it. Yeah. And our faith is in God. And that's that's a game changer. And it's definitely been a game changer in your life, man. I'm excited. We got a lot of years left up yes, in front do. of us, right? Yes, like we, we just do. getting started. Um, you are truly a genuine gangster. And I mean that with the highest level of <laughs> Thanks, respect and compliment. I love you very much. <laughs> and I'm um, excited for all that's ahead. Thanks for joining us on Coffee Talk, man. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you just gave us street cred. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.